0: up everybody welcome to friday's roto grinders nba morning grind i am justin carlucci with will priester the week is coming to a close what's up my friend over there how are you i'm good
1: man not gonna do uh, too much talking today a uh, lot more games so a lot less shenanigans um a lot to cover so man let's let's get to it whenever you're ready uh oh, ready i'm ready i'm ready trying
0: to put the mess of Thursday's slate behind us, you know, as we're recording, it's hard to do. Oh, oh Dennis Schroeder will probably play. Oh, Dennis Schroeder might not play. He can't put pressure on his foot. Oh, Dennis Schroeder will probably play.
1: Who knows? That game didn't tip yet while we were, while we are recording right now. Yeah, we're about, we're about 12. Well, not, we're not actually 12 minutes out. We're actually 22 minutes out from tip because they don't start the game when the, when they actually lock in your lineups. So this is my one grab. This is our one rabbit hole that I'm going to take us down. Why can't the DFS sites keep up with the prop sites? The game starts at 7.10, not 7 o'clock. Why are lineups locking? And quite frankly, I feel like this is uh, uh, taking away potential profit and earnings from the companies, especially when sometimes – lineups are or the game's going to start at 710 and then they have a random scratch at like 702 okay you can get the liability off of yourself you know that thousands of your customers are going to start sending you emails saying you need to send me my money back because we didn't have any earthly idea this person was going to rule out until after the the game locked well if you can open it up give it an extra 10 minutes you can you can actually boost your profit and earnings long term, I think. Now, yeah, I'm sure they have an account that's set up for these things to handle d- damages, but still, this could save you money. Get on board with the prop sites, DK, FanDuel, Super Draft, Yahoo! Get on board with Monkey Knife Fight and, 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 and Prize Picks and lot the slate when it starts. Not at seven, at seven ten. We do this. Baseball starts at 705 and we lock at 705. I don't understand what's going on here. Perhaps you have some inside information on why they can't do this. But anyway, that's my one rabbit hole. And I'll let you comment and then we can we can ride.
0: I know nothing, Chief. I don't know anything. Except I know that super draft. There's no salary cap. You can roster whoever you want. There's a million games on Friday. You don't gotta worry about salary cap on super draft. Yes. Sign up with promo code Grinders, G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S. Do I sound like Usher? Yes, you did. Promo code Grinders, G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S. For a $50 instant deposit alongside with the 50% deposit match bonus up to $500. Super draft. Big shout out to them as the Morning Grind sponsor. Man. Thursday's a mess. We're going on a Friday, though. We got a huge slate, huge slate, and a ton. You got it bad. Yeah, we got it bad.
1: That's that's the Usher song.
0: Oh, yeah, that reminds me of, like, I don't even
1: know, middle school. I don't yeah, even know. We got, we got it bad. That, that, that's our theme song for, for this show. We got it bad with NBA DFS. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad on Friday. <laughs> It It is
0: is bad. bad. (laughs) It is bad. Ton of injury news, ton of questionable tags. And we're going to start off with a seven o'clock game with a point total that will most likely be through the roof, Chief. And I'm talking about New Orleans and the Wizards. All right. So Lonzo Ball might be on his way back. How
1: does that affect the Pelicans? Uh, Well, I mean, it's definitely going to take away for certain for from uh Zion ball handling uh, that's I'm not saying it's completely going away but he's not going to be a primary ball handler he will be a secondary ball handler I do think this will open it up for Zion to possibly get a few easier buckets now how much easier can they get because the guy's still scoring at will but uh you know he'll be able to kind of roam the paint a little bit probably get a few few extra alley-oops in the mix so that's where I am uh, with Zion bottom line this is a big game. Um, currently this game probably has less news or less injuries than most especially with them already giving us an idea uh, that Zion is I mean not Zion that uh, Alonzo is probable. So I think this is gonna be a good game to target you know how many players can you fit? I, I, I don't I like the game itself overall but I, I do think it's gonna be really hard for fantasy. Outside of maybe playing Russell Westbrook or uh, or underpriced Bradley Beal, I'm definitely out on Brandon Ingram. Not going to play him at all. Uh, and Zion's 10k on Fanduel, and this is a spot he could get there, but I'm out, man. He's not Russell Westbrook. He he doesn't have a 70, 80 point ceiling right now, so I, I'm I'm out on pretty much most of, if not all of the new Orleans Pelicans. The only thing is Steven Adams is 4,800 on FanDuel. That's getting real close to, you know, taking 30 fantasy points from him at that price on this slate and being able to maybe get a few ex- one extra stud and or something like that. Overall, uh, I- I'm not really playing anybody from new Orleans, really more so like the Washington side, primarily Westbrook and Beal Uh and Westbrook's probably going to be very under on the slate at eleven three, 3 because it's just – that's going to be very expensive. But I still think I may want to try to find ways to get him in.
0: Yeah, and if there's a ton of value opening up, which we'll get to, then you can get away with playing a guy like Westbrook at his price point. Brad Buell E900, DK, like that a lot. His minutes are back. He's healthy. Whatever he was dealing with seems to be behind him. Steven Adams, also 4,900. You know, he basically seven times valued last time these two teams played. He's been seeing 26 to 30-ish minutes the last handful of games, which is encouraging. So anything could happen there with him. He's a GPP play. And uh, I, I'm with you. I, I, I like those two calls and three, including Westbrook. It's hard for me to play anybody else on the Pelicans with Lonzo coming back. Lines of seventy five hundred on DraftKings. That uh, first game back, I, I just uh, you know if he was if he was like playing recently and healthy, I wouldn't mind taking a couple shots on him. But I, I just can't go there, and I can't play Bledsoe here personally. On the wizard side, I think I think there might be better value, but I think a straight large field GPP option is Berton's at four K. You know, he's been wildly inconsistent if you look at his game log. But that's okay. 3700 on FanDuel. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing large field stuff, you know, dating back to April 5th against Toronto, 32 DK points, 29 DK points, 12 DK points, 22, and then 27. So up and down, a lot of ups, you know, seven times, eight times ceiling right there at that price point for Davis Bertans. Would like to see him play 30 minutes again. One game this year, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's a great matchup. Nobody plays defense, and I think Breton is an interesting low-owned pivot here off some of the other chalky value that's going to be open by the time Friday night comes around. And before we get on to the next game here, because we have a ton of ground to cover, you mentioned, hey, Brandon Ingram's finally coming around, but Lonzo coming back, does that cap
1: some of that upside there? I think so. Um, I just – because – you know, here's the thing. The more his upside comes comes around, the, the higher the more we have to pay for him, the higher the price. With Brandon Ingram over 8K this season, you've been extremely profitable if you've just taken the fade every game. And so that's what I'm going to do here with, with Lonzo coming back. I'm taking the fade with Ingram over 8K. Yeah, that's fair. I'm with that. Anybody else from this game you want to touch on right now?
0: Negativo. All right, next game, two games with a ton of injuries, a lot of questionable tags, a lot of O symbols, a lot of guys that are out, including old Al Horford, who is still out. And Boston probably wishes they had him to put in the middle there to help out. So, whoo, Detroit. Detroit basketball. Basketball. Not a lot to get excited about right now. But – Maybe, maybe not, not in real life, maybe in DFS land, <laughs> who's going to be our guy of, of the pod tonight. Do you want to
1: talk about it? Well, I, I'm going to let you have that one. I'll talk about some of these other guys because because I say a steward's ownership is probably going to be off the charts tomorrow. No Plumley, no Grant. I mean, we got to think he, he, he's going to be squarely in play. So I, I think he's going to be there. Uh, they do have a lot of wing players, but Ellington's out, Magruder's out, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is out, Corey Joseph is out, which I think is huge because for some reason they've been playing Corey Joseph 30 minutes here, 25 minutes there. So that's going to leave us with Killing Hayes, Saban Lee, Josh Jackson, you know, another person, Sadiq Bey, uh, and then my boy Isaiah Stewart, who's probably going to – a lot of ownership and I'm going to have to decide if I want to play him on FanDuel tomorrow. I think I will, but he's 4,800 now. And that's not bad because he will have some upside on this slate. I think we got to just see how everything works together because we've got a lot of teams that have a fair amount of injuries. I want to hand it over to you because we've got, we've got a friend of the podcast podcast to discuss. Yeah. It might
0: very well be Diallo season. Oh man. There is nobody left. We talked about uh, who was – Kyrie was the last man standing on the Nets the other game. Uh, Diallo might be the only formidable rotation piece that is actually good and has played a lot this year, you know, in Oklahoma City. I'm not saying some of these other guys aren't good, but Diallo has played meaningful minutes and meaningful games before, and guess what? He's 4,200 on DraftKings. You got a price over there on FanDuel? 41. Wow. Especially with steals and blocks upside over there. I do not mind that at all.
1: Yeah, um, man, as a, matter, as a matter of fact, I'm going in right now to buy me a Hamadou Diallo top shot. He's only got one.
0: He's only got one?
1: He's, on, he's only got one.
0: Man, we're talking cards now. I love it. So how much, does, how much does that top shot run? 14 bucks is the lowest ask currently. Okay. Let, let me run this by you. And wow, these numbers are good if they're accurate. I ran a stat muse on Diallo when he's played at least 30 minutes this year. No, let me just give me a yes or no. Does he have a, what, what percentage? Does he have a more than 50% chance to play 30 minutes tomorrow?
1: Um, Let's see. If we look at the roster. Josh Jackson is going to play for sure. Yeah. This we know. Yep. Sadiq Bey is going to play for sure. Okay. This we know. And Isaiah Stewart is absolutely going to play. Okay. All right. Here are the fringe players now. Now we're getting into fringe status. Because remember, Dennis Smith is out, Rodney Magruder and Ellington. Sabin Lee is fringe. Uh,. Killian Hayes is fringe. And what I mean, I think those guys are going to play, but I think they're more likely to play 25 minutes than they are to play 35 minutes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. I think Diallo is the hybrid here. Let, let's, let's set the over-under at 28 minutes. Are we going Are we going under? Matter of fact, let's set it over 28 and a half. 28 oh, and a half minutes. Uh, Oh, are we just, going under or are we going over 28 and a half minutes?
0: Oh, man. I, I kind of like that 28 and a half number a lot. I, I think it's pretty close, man.
1: That's well, that's efficient pricing by the sports books of Will yeah. Prieston, ladies and gentlemen.
0: I, I, there's a sample size of Diallo on Stat Muse I pulled when he's played at least 30 minutes this year, and he played a lot in February, and he's had at least – 23 and 23 fanduel points in every game he's played at least 30 minutes, at least in the sample size. They're all February games, which is weird. But we know the Thunder when he was on Oklahoma City, they, there was a lot, still a lot of games dating back almost two months where the roster was depleted and he was getting a lot of run. But yeah. regardless of this, of, of what the sample size is, this was like two months ago. I listened to this 31 minutes, 23 fanduel points, 31 minutes, 28 fanduel points, 31 minutes, 30 fanduel points. 31 FanDuel points, 31.3, 34.4, 42.2, 43.3. Granted, he's played in the mid-30s in some of those games, but if you look at our Roto-Grinders Court IQ tool, he's just about a point-per-minute guy with everybody on the court this year in Detroit. So you start taking some of these guys off on Roto-Grinders Court IQ. Now, there's so many guys that are going to be out. You have to take this with a grain of salt. There might not be a, a, if any, sample size or a big enough sample size to to make a realistic assumption of what it'll spit out about Diallo. But you would just have to assume when you do this long enough and play DFS and understand who gets usage bumps when people, you know, who can score, it's got to only benefit Diallo. So if you're telling me this guy scores about a point per minute and there's about three guys in that Detroit rotation that should play, then you have a bunch of fringe guys and Diallo, and we've seen Diallo put up eight – at 4,200, we've seen him put up seven to – 11 times value at this price point in certain games in the past. So even you give me 20 minutes out of this guy on Friday, I think he has some serious upside and I think he'll play more than 20. That 28 and a half number you gave me is tough. You give me 28 and a half minutes of Diallo tomorrow and I'm locking him in chief. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, at 28 minutes, he's big time in play, especially with this team where they're playing another team. That's not going to be playing much defense. So this this could be the game stack game of the night in terms of the vomit game stack that no one wants to play but all the mid-range guys go off for 35 40 and then you plug a couple studs in and voila you've got a tournament winner hey chief yes
0: knock knock who's there diallo revenge game (laughs) diallo revenge game who diallo revenge (laughs) game on friday in this crazy
1: situation on top of everything else are you kidding me oh yeah listen i i I knew narrative street was coming man i knew the stars are aligning
0: (laughs) so what we're saying is we like diallo friday ladies and gentlemen There, there there would have to be some sick twisted reasons for him to play less than let's say 25 minutes tomorrow and that would be a travesty
1: yeah Dwayne casey what are you doing Listen to this. Listen, we got to start calling out these coaches. We got to get coaches on the Bubble Brothers podcast. Dwayne, why aren't we playing Diallo more minutes when it's a youth movement? I don't understand this.
0: It's time to see what kind of connections Dan and Stevie really have. Uh, Yeah, guys, we just need Dwayne Casey on Monday's show. If you guys could swing it, that would be great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's get him on here.
0: All right. So... There's going to be a ton of value in that game. Check out our uh, lineup HQ tools so you can see, you know, the points per dollar ratios, uh, the smash percentage, and just keep an eye on those ownerships because there's going to be a lot of people value hunting in this one. Chief, bring us into our next game if you want.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, For me, it looks like the next game is going to be the Clippers at Philly. On paper, this would have been a really big game for this time of the year two playoff bound teams. You got Philly, uh, number one in the East. You've got uh, the Clippers sitting at third in the West, getting really close to uh, eclipsing the Suns. Suns play tonight though. So we'll see kind of how that goes. I am expecting them to win that game. Bottom line is this. What do we have yet? Another interesting injury report. Don't look now. Kawhi Leonard is questionable. The only uh, silver lining that I can see or that I'm gathering from this, this is a 7.30 game, folks. We might actually get the news on time. Hallelujah. Uh, Couldn't ask for a better spot for them to play at 7.30. If this was a 10 o'clock game, it would have been a mess. Uh, But because it's at 7.30, we will have this news uh, I, I think I think we're gonna gonna be in a good spot here. We already know Paul George is playing, so either way, uh, Paul George is probably going to be on our radar. At ninety five hundred on FanDuel, I think I'm out on that price. You know, Ben they might just stick the bulldog of defense himself, Ben Simmons, on him in this spot, and so I, I think I'm going to be out. But all in all, thank God this game is at seven thirty. And not 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Paul
0: George has made 37 of his last 38 foul shots. That's it. That's that's incredible for him. I mean, he's a good foul yeah. shooter, but that's
1: that's a high clip, my friend. Yeah, that is a high clip. We Joel are, Embiid we, has probably done about the same thing, though. I mean, this guy's shooting 10, 11 free throws a game. He can he can uh, dial up 40 free throws in four games. How how crazy is that?
0: Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot lot of Sixers basketball. And whenever whenever the Sixers play Kawhi, I just see the doink, doink, doink ball goes in from the Raptors season. (laughs) Memory just engraved (laughs) in my brain. But uh, so Kawhi, let's see here. Kawhi has missed the last two games. And Paul George has played phenomenally well. The thing about the Sixers is, the metrics okay i get it oh they're good defensively and they're not the worst but it seems like the other team superstar always burns them right i i don't have a an analytical a, a
1: reason for that i so, Perhaps they're taking away the others as Shaq would say yeah they're, they're letting hey michael jordan can score as many points as he wants as long as Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, B.J. Armstrong, John Paxton, uh, 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 God, uh, who was the center there? Bill Cartwright. As oh, long God. as uh, uh, Craig Hodges. As long as nobody else scores, well, we're going to win. Coach. Well, well, but Tony came like later. I, I was going back to like the first title run, yeah, right? yeah, the yeah, early, yeah. early '90s when they were facing Detroit. But uh, but yeah, same same thing. If we hop into that, you know, '90. 495 through the 97 98 run we'll let jordan score i'm just saying in this particular case with our current sixers jordan can score as much as he wants pippen rodman kerr uh kukoc harper you you guys aren't scoring anything i think luke longley was there at the time luke you're out of here you're not scoring any any points tonight luke longley wasn't luke longley australian that's Am, I right? Am I right right about this?
0: That's a name job. I think you are. I know Kukoc was Croatian.
1: So. Yes, yes. Man, they gave him a fit in the Olympics. But sorry for another day. So, I you know what? I just looked at Kawhi Leonard's last
0: five games against the Sixers and Joel Embiid uh, when he was active and his fan duel totals. And some of these are Toronto totals. But still, uh, 56, 48, 49, 60, 55 fan duel points. So, you know... I don't I mean, mind. Kawhi's
1: 10K on FanDuel. I, I can pass on that.
0: Yeah. You're going to get one of these guys at low ownership most likely, at least on DraftKings. I'm talking between Paul George and Kawhi, especially with Westbrook in that first game, Beal in that first game. Um, and with a, a billion games on this slate, you know, you have Kyrie most likely going to be in. We're going to have to get to the, Rapt- the Raptors mess in a little bit. You know, Jokic is on the slate. Um
1: God, so <laughs> this game might, in fact, be a pass. Oh I think God. it is, Lutz. I think this is a fade game.
0: If you're playing, you know, three max or optimal type stuff, single entries, I don't even think you can play any role players in this game. Yeah, which this, really, this is
1: a every, fade game. If everybody
0: is healthy, if everybody's in. Let's just, just lay
1: that out there. Yeah, c- complete because, fade game, I think.
0: Cool. Let's go to the next one. That was easy. Let's do it. Although I will say I I can see Embiid doing disgusting things in the block probably and getting whatever he wants against Zubac if the game flow is right I I don't mind the Embiid call for GPPs yeah we'll see what happens well especially if Dwight
1: Howard's out again yeah good point good point especially so I I like that call I but but I'm not in on anybody else
0: Just right Embiid I'd rather Thompson. play Embiid than
1: Kawhi or Paul George oh Paul. my God well hold on hold on hold on hold on. I'm sorry guys let let me allow me to uninsert my foot out of my mouth Ben Simmons is now 6900 on FanDuel I might I'm probably in on Ben Simmons at that price I know he's been bad overall from a fantasy perspective but at 6900 he's still got 40 to 50 point upside I'm in on Ben Simmons at 6900 for
0: sure big price discrepancy he is 78 on DK and I am OUT out at 7800 I've been sentenced I'm out for sure okay let's get to the good one you Homer Charlotte and Brooklyn tell me what's going on and what's the injury report with your Charlotte Hornets and we talked about this game about a week and a half ago and we said well if it's close and blah blah, blah. Brooklyn blew the doors off them. I think is there a chance this one's any closer
1: I don't see how we're missing even more bodies in this game. Uh, you know, Rozier's going to play. Brad Wanamaker's questionable. Devontae Graham is out. Malik Monk is out. Uh, Gordon Hayward is out. PJ Washington is probably not going to play. He's doubtful. That leaves us with Cody Zeller, Bismack Biombo, Jalen McDaniels, both of the both of the Martin twins, Miles Bridges, uh, and Terry Rozier. I don't see how we win this game, especially when Kyrie is going to play and Durant. I think we get smoked here. And it's in Brooklyn. The only thing we can hope is that, you know, some of these value plays just put on miraculous performances. Like, I'm still in on Jalen McDaniels in this spot. I mean, they're going to need him even more now. So that's about all I can tell you, man. If I... I don't see how we keep this game close. I think we get smoked here, and we're we're on our way out of the playoff hunt. Uh, we're already in the eighth seed. Um, I, I think, we're, man, it's it's really tough. It's just because of injuries. If we were healthy, we'd still be up there. But bottom line, I'm out. I'm out on this game. I think I don't think I'm playing anybody from the Hornets outside of maybe McDaniel's uh, or one of the Martin twins because they're still really cheap but I'm not playing anybody from Brooklyn. This, this game has beat down all over it. I have to
0: take a couple of shots at Terry Rozier. I, I just have to. If I'm, if I'm multi-entering, I have to. I'll be overweight when I do this, at least on DK. 8,100, there's a little bit of sticker shock there, I'm sure.
1: People are also thinking blowout maybe. Okay. Well, uh, well, but, but you can play the cheap guys. Like Caleb Martin's 3,500 on FanDuel. He's definitely still in play.
0: So which Martin is which Martin? We don't want to confuse the people. As, you know, it's brother. Caleb. Caleb Caleb
1: is is the the more minutes twin currently.
0: Give me your analysis on Kyrie Irving. What do you think of him as a GPP option tomorrow and will he be popular?
1: I mean, I think he's going to be fine, but I don't I don't feel like he's going to have the same upside because I don't expect this game to be close now because here's the thing with Kyrie in order for Kyrie to really hit ceiling. He's got to score like 40 real points to to hit serious ceiling. If Kyrie's in the thirties, he could very well still end up in the forties from a fantasy perspective. And that's not helping me at all.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I get it. I just want some cracks at Terry Rozier with the biggest usage opportunity of his life, (laughs) maybe, definitely of the season. No Devontae Graham, no Gordon Hayward, no LaMelo Ball. This starting five that they're going to roll out. I might even, if P.J. Washington plays, he's 5,500. We've seen him go for 60 this year against Sacramento when the rest of your Hornets were depleted.
1: But P.J., I I don't think he's going to play.
0: Oh, he's doubtful. And that makes me
1: want to go – that's what I'm telling you. It, it, this oh. this roster is seriously depleted right now. That's why, that's, that's why Jalen McDaniels, I mean, God, he's going to play close to 40 minutes. Same thing with Miles Bridges, the Martin twins. That's what we're going to have tomorrow.
0: So here's what it is. If you play a guy like Rozier, you got to play this game seriously and maybe run it back with Kyrie, you know, because then you're talking this game gets into a little bit of a barn burner or it's close because then you got two of the big high usage Listen, guys. Man. Trying to get a W. I will say, I'm I'm not
1: selling this game to be close. Wait, yeah, yeah, okay. okay, Now, now let me give you some some hometown stats. We're literally going to be without probably seventy five percent of our true offense. Terry Rozier is averaging twenty points per game. Uh, I think Gordon Hayward was averaging around twenty. Devontae Graham is averaging 14. Uh, P.J. Washington is probably averaging around 12 or something. Like, Like we're averaging 110 points a game, and everybody who legitimately contributes to the 110 points is off the court except Terry Rozier, who contributes 20 points a game. Where are the other 80 points going to come from? Well, 90 points, excuse me. That's, that's my concern with the Hornets. I don't think we're going to have enough scoring to keep up. I think it's a blowout.
0: Yeah, so what I'm saying is you need Terry Rozier to drop 35. And if he does, hey, you got to zig when people zag. I'm just saying I'm going overweight on Terry Rozier. I'm going to run it back in some of my builds, and I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope that the game's close, even though it's not a likely outcome. It's not about how many times you're right. It's about when you're right.
1: Very true.
0: One time, Terry. One time. Also, total side note here: if this game is close for even three quarters, Cody Zeller's forty six hundred on DK. We know Brooklyn gets mashed inside. I don't mind Cody Zeller either. Uh, just want to throw his name out there. Um, like well, biombo has
1: been playing more minutes. Yeah, they both have upside. Yeah. No, but I'm just I'm just saying like Biombo's been playing more minutes than Zeller here recently, and we're even more short-handed to it. It, listen, it's strange. Everybody, Coach Borrego is part of the Greg Popovich coaching tree, okay? So this is also something you have to know because it could very well he, – he could, you could very well think it's Bismack Biombo day and it could be Cody Zeller. You could think it's Cody Zeller day and it could be Caleb Martin day. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because everybody's out. Well, let me
0: tell you, it gets better because the Toronto Raptors, everybody's favorite daily fantasy sports team – and the calendar months of March and April, I'm just kidding. It doesn't get any better.
1: No, no, no. It does, though. It, does it? really does.
0: Does it? Is it, really it because it's Chris Boucher season? Is that why?
1: It's Chris Boucher day, ladies and gentlemen. Again, uh, we love these days. I, I don't see how. Because when we look at the, the injury report right now for Toronto, this is insane, right? And, and trust me, me and Lucha have already looked at it. This is insane, folks. OG is out. Bembry's doubtful. Jalen Harris, who doesn't play at all, is doubtful. Kyle Lowry is out. Pascal Siakam is out. Gary Trent Jr., doubtful. Same scenario as Charlotte, losing a lot of scoring. The one caveat is Fred Van Vliet will play. Now, are they going to play him 38 to 40 minutes like they usually do? I don't know. But what I do know is this. They're down bodies, and all these guys are going to get run. I I I'm I'm in on the Toronto Raptors because of that reason. And uh, you know, free, free Bobby Boucher day, maybe coming back around the corner. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes.
0: (laughs) All right. So another guy who there could be sticker shock on is Malachi
1: Flynn. But what's the price on DK? When I give it to you on FanDuel, you're going to be, well, you probably won't be shocked, but remember he had gotten up to 6k at one point. What is it on DK?
0: So he's 6,200. I'm assuming he's more on
1: FanDuel. No, he's still 55. Oh my God. He's going to be a lock button yet again. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. I don't know how FanDuel did this this time, but FanDuel was more aggressive than DK the last cycle. Remember? They priced I him on the six K like almost immediately, and the Kyle Lowry came back, and then they priced him down, way down. He's fifty five hundred, folks. I don't. Here's what happens though: I don't think they were expecting all of these guys to be out because this news didn't come out until after lock, until around seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, close to seven thirty, and they were probably they probably already had the algorithms in place and set. Had we had this news yesterday? Flynn would have been at least 6K, along with some of these other guys. Is
0: this a situation where you could play a guy, two guys that are fairly high priced, such as Boucher and Van Fleet together, just because of all the opportunity they should have? And, you know, Re- Boucher scores in different ways than Van Fleet. Van Fleet will score and assist, typically, and Boucher will you know score, but also rebound and block shots. I mean, I, I don't love playing two guys that are like 7K, unless it's a unique situation, like together on the same team, in the same real life team. But now, I mean, you look at that depleted roster is they could both shoot 15 to 20 times in this game. If it's close.
1: Yeah. I, I like it. Listen, I'm still going to be in on Malachi Flynn. Like I, bro, I feel like I've been playing two or three Toronto Raptors in my lineup every other day. That's what it feels like. And it feels like that day is back again. Like there's so much value with this team because of the minutes. And this is a spot where, because it's no Siakam, I feel a lot better about Chris Boucher getting his minutes. There's no DeAndre Bembry, another semi-big body. Yeah, Aaron Baines is there. But, I mean, I I, I think this feels like a 45 spot for Boucher, along with uh, Van Vliet. It it just feels like 40-plus points.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. We all know you like a good narrative. So, we got another revenge game, but this one's not really a joke. Neither is Dialis. Dialis is not a joke. He's in a crazy situation where he should have ample opportunity. But how about Birch? Birch playing Orlando, his own old team,
1: 3,800 on DK, 4K on FanDuel. And Birch played 30 minutes the last game. He sure did. So, he's going to play 30 minutes again, I think, because he's going to play center. They will move Bobby Boucher to the four. Van Vleet will probably play one two hybrid along with Malachi Flynn. Yep. And then when you look at this roster, I don't know if they're going to play Stanley Johnson. Are they going to play Paul Watson? Is it going to be Utah Wantanabe? I don't know who the extra person is going to be. It feels like Stanley Johnson is going to start. That's what it feels like to me. Uh, But I mean, these three, the, the, the three pillars of this team currently are going to be Flynn, Van Vliet, and, uh, and 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 Boucher from a scoring, a pure scoring perspective. But you, you definitely can throw in <laughs> our good friend, Mr. Mister Kim Birch.
0: I like it. So is Rodney Hood just not going to play more than 20 minutes, even if he's the last? Yeah, I, yeah I'm not even worried about him because they, they have him on a limit. Like, if he's the last guy on that roster... He- they would rather just forfeit than run him out there for 20 minutes. <laughs>
1: like, that's what it seems like. They just he's won't been, play him. The most he's played, I think, is, is it is 17 minutes in the past five games? Yeah, he's played. Yes, so I'm, I'm right. Wow, 17 minutes.
0: That's it. Yep. So that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. How about the Orlando side of things? Are you, are, is this a pass for you? Or
1: I still don't really want to play anyone from Orlando. Now, Michael Carter Williams is out. That will open it up probably, and I don't want to say a lot, but Cole, if the game's close, Cole Anthony will probably get back this 26, 27 minutes. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of out on Orlando. They, they have this huge smorgasbord of players, and they're playing everybody, and it just doesn't feel good. Uh, I, I do think Wendell Carter Jr. is probably in play because he's probably going to get 30 minutes. So he's maybe the one guy, but other than that, I'm, just, I'm not interested.
0: So the goal here is for them to run like 10 deep and collectively keep it close enough against Toronto. Is that what we're thinking?
1: I think that's the right approach.
0: I'm with you. Denver and Houston chief. That's next on the list. The rockets are
1: hard to figure out. I'm out on this game. I I mean, what I mean by that is this, I'm not playing anybody from Houston unless somebody's sitting I I just – I can't. This team's god-awful. Yeah, I, I mean, they're at home. I get it, man. I, I just – I don't think I need Houston on this slate to win a GPP. I know John Wall put up 50-plus fantasy points the other night. Trust me, I, I don't see that coming back. Uh, I, I just – I'm not playing anybody from Houston.
0: I think if this was – Months ago, we'd be talking about Monte Morris without Jamal Murray. But now Campazzo's in the NBA, and that kind of throws a wrench in there because, of course, you have P.J. Dozier. Man,
1: I, I, listen, I've been, I've been all over P.J. since the beginning of the year. Now he's got a, shot, a chance to play 25 minutes a game. I'm excited about this. He can ball, and so can Campazzo.
0: He was great overseas. So it's a little tougher to figure out there. On this slate, I'm probably out on them in terms of if I'm building single entry, just, I'm not willing to figure it out. I, there's yeah. other, other guys in better situations. I believe, you know, look at Detroit, you know, some stuff's going to open up in Oklahoma city. You know, we talked about some Toronto guys. I um, don't really, f- don't think it's necessary to figure out which one of those cheap guards from Denver is if any of them
1: step up and, and smash tomorrow and Friday. I will say this. Most people that listen to this podcast know I do not play Aaron Gordon. He is like a DFS stay away. But at 5,300 on FanDuel in this spot with Jamal Murray out, I like the price enough to where I'm in on this. Will Barton is 5,500. I'm in on Will Barton. And then our good friend, we were buying his rookies before he got hot. Michael Porter Jr. should should continue to have performances like he had against Miami the rest of the season. They're going to need him to score a little bit. So he's someone I've got my eye on, even at 7,400 on FanDuel. In a spot against Houston, I think he's still got 45-plus upside. I like Michael Porter Jr. here.
0: I think we're seeing him grow up in front of our eyes. I think things are coming together. Yeah. We saw spurts of that in the bubble. And now, in the beginning of the year, we saw some more flashes of that. And then there was that weird thing where it seemed like Jokic, everyone's a little ticked off at him, where he wasn't showing great body language and all this stuff, you know, the extra stuff. Uh, but it seems like he's got the right attitude. And he's now – I
1: got a new attitude. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's go yeah. to the judges. Let's go to the judges go to the judge, <laughs> katie perry lionel what do you think of my guy over here chief no comment no comment from the <laughs> it's a tough crowd
1: tough crowd with tough that katie
0: perry you want him to sing usher uh i'll see if i could if i can negotiate with my man over here man tough all right crowd. tough, tough crowd. crowd guess you gotta hit him with a nelly hook to get to get him going you
1: know you know we'll bring we'll bring some nelly out maybe before the uh the pod is over because we're almost there like as it, crazy as this sounds this slate is going to be over in a flash tomorrow and i'm very thankful for that the, the last game starts at 9 30 i mean that that's fantastic
0: yeah we can get some restaurants <laughs> get some sleep yeah we got to talk about chicago and memphis though because there's a big big key missing from this game and exactly oh, yes it's yes Zach Levine. So you want to break down Chicago? Let me know what's on your mind here.
1: Listen, I don't want to get cute here, but what is, uh Co- is, is this Kobe White night finally? Like, is this, I'm, I'm just, I'm asking because, Luch, listen, if I were to tell you the price on Kobe White on FanDuel, I hope you haven't looked at it. Have you looked at it yet?
0: Oh boy. I have a feeling that, I might be playing some FanDuel tomorrow if you're telling me. Okay, to. okay. Let me so, guess.
1: So, let me guess. They fell asleep at the wheel and he's 4600. Okay. I was so so listen, so, so we're thinking along the same lines. I was going to give you an over under of 4500. Awesome. That was going to be my baseline to trip you up.
0: All right, well I took the over but barely. He
1: took the over. He's 3800.
0: Oh, come on. Kobe won by 3800. Come on. on.
1: Come on, that's a gimme. Tom- Tomasz Sadaransky is forty five hundred. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Patrick Williams is thirty eight hundred.
0: Oh, that just changes everything for FanDuel.
1: Th- Thaddeus Young, who hasn't been playing as many minutes, is fifty two. Th- this, this, Laurie Markin, and is thirty seven hundred. It's, it's, it's insane. Uh, Vooch is nine K flat. Oh my goodness. Value everywhere. Value, 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 rocking everywhere.
0: <laughs> Listen, man.
1: Oh, it's everywhere, man.
0: Come <sighs> on, FanDuel. So we're waiting for the Kobe White game. Man, I don't know if it's gonna be him or Saturansky. First of all, Kobe White's 5k on DK. So that's that's tough. still
1: that's still fine.
0: That's tougher, but it's it's, it's fine. I, I like Kobe White. I don't mind Sadoransky, but I prefer White, I think. Yeah. I want to see who starts.
1: Like, who, who's going to start now? So, so Luch, let me plug this while, while we're thinking about it. I want to hand out a little piece of strategy for this slate. And I think on this slate, is very simple. Decide who the studs are that you want to play. Which, remember, if you remember earlier today, that's why I was so high on Westbrook. There's no need to fade a Russell Westbrook on this slate. Even if Russell Westbrook just gets 50 fantasy points, that's probably going to be enough. Because there's so much value at every position. Every position is giving us value, at least on FanDuel. So I, I would say, if, if I'm looking at this slate right now currently... And especially with what we talked about, uh, uh, loops I might actually just lock in Russell Westbrook and Joel Embiid, and roll with it. Now, now, granted, I could get down to Vooch at nine K and, and feel perfectly fine. So I don't want to, I don't want to say Joel's a lock, but essentially, Joel does have a higher floor than Nikola Vucevic, from slate to slate. So I love,
0: I love Vuce at nine K.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. And we we haven't even gotten to uh, Carl Anthony Towns yet. So but Vooch is 9K on FanDuel. So Voos played 106
0: minutes without Levine in a Bulls uniform. 1.5. I like it. At 9K, that's fantastic. 1.5 FanDuel points per minute. Is that
1: gonna give us around 52-ish if he plays 35 minutes? Let's see how accurate I am. I, and, and look, guys, I have not pulled this up. We just we're, we're doing this live in living color right so 1.5 times 35 minutes
0: so 36 gives him 54.3
1: guess what at 35 minutes that gives him 52 and a half folks have we been doing this a long time or what didn't even need a calculator uh let's go man i I like vucci as well
0: so on the flip side Valentinus. have you been playing Valentinus every slate for the past month you've probably not every but
1: i've sprinkled i've sprinkled them in a couple times
0: He's playing possessed, but the big thing is he's finally playing over 30 minutes a game, which was... His that, that's all play. he
1: never needed was stable
0: 32 to 34 minutes. So why did it finally take a coaching staff in Memphis to figure it out?
1: They want to make the playoffs. That's what's happening. So remember, Toronto never wanted to make the playoffs? Well, they were in the playoffs, remember? And they they, were, they would do this weird thing where they play him and play Biombo and play Baca. They, they had too many guys. But remember, Memphis wants to get into the playoffs here, guy. And right now, <laughs> Memphis is sitting in the eighth spot. And they're That's trying amazing. to fend off the Warriors who just won again tonight. I they had to you got here's the deal. In the NBA, you gotta play your best guys if you want to win more games. You start putting caps on your best players, and and, and look, you know, they've unleashed them, they're six and four in their last 10 games. Six and four.
0: Yeah, and it could be a thing where they just kind of watched his, instead of taking games off as load management, we'll just watch his minutes a little bit. Let me tell you this over the last four weeks, he's averaging 1.45 FanDuel points per minute, which is pretty elite at
1: 7,900 on DK. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's 80. Uh, hold on a second. I want to make sure I give you the correct information. He's 8,400 on FanDuel, which Ooh, still man. isn't bad. Still isn't bad. Man, but I'd spend the extra 600 and play Vooch if I was in that spot.
0: That's that's close for me. 79 on DK, I'm loving, though. I'm loving that. Yeah. The oh, thing
1: okay. is, is Chicago going to keep this game close but with no Levine? Okay, okay. Sneaky play. Really sneaky play here. And we don't even need sneaky plays on this slate, by the way. We really don't. Guess who's probably going to come into play tomorrow that nobody's thinking about?
0: Uh John Moran.
1: Denzel Valentine.
0: Okay, we're at different wavelengths there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that's okay. Denzel Valentine's probably going to play a few, a few extra minutes here, but I don't think we need him on this slate. Like, he's he's very unnecessary, but that, that did just kind of cross my mind.
0: So, is John Moran underpriced at 7,100, or is he just not performing as he was? Earlier in the year, and in the bubble, that the price fits. You know, he's like, Oh, Ja Morant's underpriced. He's Ja Morant, but that's great. Uh, but now you're running a lot of offense through Valentinus now, too. And yeah. what more else can you say? I, I don't mind playing Ja. I think he's got killer upside. It's just we haven't seen it as frequently as we have been. I
1: don't think this is the spot for it. Like me personally, like I said, it, and look, guys, you don't have to follow exactly what I say, but, you know, I'm just telling you what I see with this slate. There's no way I fade Russell Westbrook on this slate. Like, I just locked Russell Westbrook in and cycle the value around him. Like, I, I, I think that's the strategy for this slate. Like, he's got more upside at point guard at this point than anybody else. I mean, maybe you play Luka a little bit but they're playing the Knicks. So I don't know, I don't, like the Knicks have proven guys just aren't going to get off on them like that. Maybe you play Kyrie against Charlotte, but I think that game's a blowout. Westbrook and New Orleans, with this New Orleans matchup, I think that's the matchup. Westbrook's a lock button. And you cycle, cycle the value around him on FanDuel at point guard.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, a great matchup for him you got to have Beal exposure to somewhere somehow if you're multi entering especially at that price that that's a big game i don't know what the point total is going to be but i'm guessing let's we'll see how close oh, well, i am
1: well wait a minute let's see go, go ahead man take take a step and, that's, and, and the and the actual bookmakers set this line
0: all right let me let me think here i'm going to say 242.5. and a half
1: close 241 and a half Oh, that was pretty um,
0: close. <laughs> was pretty
1: yeah, close. it opened at 241 and a half. Okay. And it's currently at 242 and a half. Oh, no way. All right. Yeah, yeah. it's moved to 242. It opened at 241. And a
0: half. I wish I could share my screen with you. All. I, that was a total gut check dart throw. Yeah, but
1: we're not pulling up stuff. We're going off what we think based on what we know. Yeah, we've been
0: doing this a while. You just did. Some impressive math in your head. I just pretty much nailed a a game total without looking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. It's what we do. It's what we do.
0: 242 and a half. You want exposure in that game, as we said in the beginning. Okay. Three games left here. Miami and Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns is just mowing people down every game. (laughs) Seriously. Is he going to be a contrarian play? Although the guys put almost a damn near 60 points each of the last three games.
1: I think he's going to be very contrarian on this slate. Uh, and that's going, to, that's going to be the conundrum that you have on FanDuel. If you're if you're building 100 lineups, how much Carl Anthony Towns do you have? How much Vooch do you have? How much uh, – in, in my opinion, I'm telling you, how much Wendell Carter Jr. do you have? How much Boucher do you have? You've got a plethora of options at center, and all the value is – is mushed in between that. I think towns, all these guys, how much Jokic do you even want to have with no Jamal Murray? I'm telling it's centers deep on this slate. That's the position where I think you're going to make your money, Luch. Do you get center right? And there, and, and there could be multiple ways to get it right because Boucher very well could put up 45, 50, and then you spread your money around a little bit differently. But there's, I, I see, five different paths to taking the slate down all based on the center position.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, you could either take a huge stand because you know, a lot of people are going to diversify their portfolio at center on Fanduel, And you could pick one or two and we're talking strategy here and go way over the field, like way over, or yeah. you could diversify your portfolio if you're not sure and try to make stands elsewhere. I don't think there's a right or wrong call. In terms of strategy and multi-entering tomorrow, because all these centers we talk about have sixty-point upside. Whether it's Cat, Vuce, Embiid, Valanciunas, obviously we've seen Embiid go for about a hundred before. You know, I'm sure Cat's got that somewhere deep down as well. But realistically, I think I wouldn't be sh- shocked if any of them went for sixty plus tomorrow. I know that's funny throwing Valanciunas into that category. But at this point, all the guy needs is is two more blocks and a steal or something like that to get those extra (laughs) 10 points with the way he's been playing, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: So, yeah, this this is going to be a contrarian game. As bad as Minnesota's been defensively, Miami is one of those teams kind of like Boston. What did we say on the last podcast? Good luck. Good luck figuring out where the ball's going to go. Sure, Jimmy could go out there and go for 50-55. Yeah. Sure, Bam could abuse Cat defensively. As good as Cat is on offense, he's historically pretty terrible defensively. But I'm not willing to, to, in a single entry or three max, I'm not really trying to figure that out if it's going
1: to happen between the guys. Let me pause you right there. Speaking of that, this is probably about as cheap as Bam has been in a while on FanDuel. I want to give you an over-under of 8K. Wow, if he's below 8K, I'm going
0: to be eating my words, and we're going to have to throw Bam into that mix. Don't tell me he's 7,900.
1: He's 7,900. He, ba, ba, center is crazy on FanDuel, folks. Oh. Just just crazy. He's in the mix now. He's in the mix. He's, he's in, the, in mix.
0: the mix. He's in the mix. FanDuel NBA is turning into FanDuel MLB, where they're pricing <laughs> Oakland stacks against the worst pitcher in the AL at 3K oh, flat now. Gosh. Come on, don't do this to us. Don't do yeah. this to
1: us, FanDuel. This is bad. It's gonna be a rough, I don't want to say rough. I don't mind bam, I'm out on all the guards. Maybe Jimmy Butler is somebody I spend on today at 9200. You see what I'm saying? Like, I have the money to do it. Maybe, just maybe I do it. Uh, because small forward still isn't as strong. I do think I like Michael Porter Jr. better than Jimmy. I think I'll take the 2K in savings and probably spend up at center. Um or, or spread it out a little bit more. But I do think we need to have Jimmy in consideration, especially on FanDuel at 92, with all this crazy value that's going to be out there.
0: I'll make this next one quick for you. Portland and San Antonio. And if everybody is in on this game, if if I'm playing single entry in three max, I can't see myself playing a single soul from this Portland Spurs game on DraftKings. Multi-entering, okay. I don't mind some exposure to a guy you know, like Derek White against Portland at 6,200. You know, I'll have the, the three-headed guards at uh, in San Antonio. I don't mind having some. But if I'm playing one lineup or three lineups, this game is probably a pass for me as a whole.
1: Yeah, um, Nurk's price has gone down. He's 5,500 on FanDuel. But I don't think we need him on this slate. So he, he's a pass. Rocco is 5,600, too cheap. But I don't think we need him either. Here's where it gets tricky, my man. Here's where it gets real tricky. Damian Lillard over under 9K. Where do you think he is? <laughs> uh, well, he's
0: 9,500 on DK. So I want to say he's 9,200. 8,600. Stop it. Stop it right there. We're,
1: we're get, we're get, you see, it's like the, it's these weird price points where even though Dame, they're fully healthy – at 8,600, it's it's right on the edge of, do I play him? Now, I'm still going to play Westbrook, but I'm saying at 8,600, it's it's right on the edge, man. What if he has one of those games where he just, he's out of his mind or something? Well,
0: it's kind of like DFS golf for the Masters. They price everyone so soft because the field is so loaded. Well, there's so many games and so many studs going Friday, but that's a big misprice, I think uh also Dave's
1: average of 45.23 fantasy points for the season which means he should be at least 9k at least I'm with you I agree
0: it just depends because there might be so much value on Fanduel. it's crazy that you might not even need Lillard in a single that's why I'm telling
1: you I'm locking Russell Westbrook I don't need him that's the problem
0: I I don't need him at all That's crazy. I don't need an 8600 Lillard. What what other slate on planet Earth? Could you ever say that? on?
1: Probably not many. I mean, here's the deal on FanDuel right now. It looks to me like I'm going to lock in Russell Westbrook, lock in Fred Van Vliet. Uh, I might even lock in Michael Porter Jr. at small forward. I'm I'm just kind of looking at it. uh, At power forward is where it's going to get real interesting, I think. That that's where that's where it's going to get interesting because all of a sudden Christian Wood has all this upside and we're going to get to that. But but I'm just I'm just looking at the slate as a whole. Julius Randle's 9200, like you know. But then you but then you just go back and basically plug in your favorite value play. That's literally all you do. You take your favorite player at each position and then you go back and plug in whatever your favorite value play is, and that's how you build on FanDuel, which is kind of like DK. It's stars and scrubs all day tomorrow.
0: Speaking of stars and scrubs. Well, not really anymore. The Knicks are good. Knicks are good. Feels weird saying that, Chief.
1: Yep. Dallas We're and New York. Closing it out here, right?
0: Closing it out here. Dallas and New York. How about that game winner Luca had the other night? Crazy, right? Yeah,
1: man. Falling down, little three-point, you know, uh, floater falling across the finish line, almost like he got, you know, tripped up on his way, like in a race. And then he looks up and has that Luca smile and says, Hey. I know I'm not at home, but give me my accolades, folks. I just won a game on another crazy buzzer beater. This one wasn't a step back. This was a step through. You know what? I
0: think Luka's going to be pretty contrarian on DK tomorrow. 10,800. Against
1: the Knicks, he absolutely will be.
0: Slow game, good defense. He could do it, though. He could get there. He could get there. It's not my favorite outcome, but I can't do it. I can't do it tomorrow with Luka if I'm playing single entry. Depending on if I max enter, if we see Luca around that ten percent ownership, I will definitely be overweight. I'm playing the owner, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So I might have a different a varying opinion on Luca, but in my single entry builds, I'm out. But if we see that ownership dipping low, and Luca arguably has the highest upside on the slate on a given day, arguably, outside of West no, arguably. Westbrook's in a great matchup, but Beale is a thing arguably i might be out on luca and single entry but overweight in mass multi-entry if that makes sense because yeah. that's how it's done in my opinion
1: yeah i get it for sure
0: i get it for sure my man do
1: you have interest in julius randall i do i think like i said i'm looking at i'm looking at power forward and I think he's probably the best play outside of Christian Wood. Um, But I don't – You know, I know Christian Wood has been kind of smashing here lately. But in terms of spin-ups, I would still rather play Julius Randle because this team wants to win, and I know Julius Randle is going to play his 38 minutes, and he's got upside for 60. So does Christian Wood, by the way. But I I, I would invest in Julius Randle on this slate. This sounds
0: crazy, but I think out of anybody over – like 8k i think julius randall might be the safest play in terms of floor oh, he is
1: absolutely on the sort of sure safest play for sure
0: so you know it's just to take something down with him he might have to get you 55 tomorrow
1: but he could i mean if everybody else hits he could probably get 48 and you can still take it down uh I don't know
0: about DK, but on FanDuel, yeah, where it's more about raw points and position eligibility. Because run, run me down, like, the top five to ten power forwards on FanDuel. Let's see what Zion, we got. Zion, 10K. Nope, I'm good.
1: Julius Randle, 9,200. Okay. Porzingis, 8,800. Don't think I can do it. Christian Woods, 78. Don't know if I can do the it. Tobias, everybody. 77, and he's questionable.
0: Revenge game. And then, game, after, that, I and then
1: after that, we have a big drop-off. Because there's a lot of guys out. We yeah. go all the way down to Jaden Mc, Jalen McDaniels at 5,800.
0: I like Randall on FanDuel. That's what, I That's what I'm telling you. That's what, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I like Randall on FanDuel. Yep, 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 yep. Man, that was – I just feel like I threw up after talking about that slate <laughs> for the last, what, 45 minutes to an hour. It's brutal. Brutal. Man, I'm still glad it's baseball season two so I can – Set my baseball lineups and then not look at NBA until about, honestly, 25 minutes before lock at this point because we know all the fundamental research. Don't want to go on overload and second-guess yourself. So get those baseball lineups in. It's really nice to have a sport where you mostly have all the lineups in for once a couple hours right. ahead of time, and then you get on that crunch time, no pun intended, with our guys at Roto-Grinders while you're fixing up your NBA rosters before lock. So – Yes. Covered a lot of ground. I will say my biggest takeaways are Julius Randle at power forward. Valentinus has been going crazy. No Zach Levine. I think you can maybe even double up and go Val and Vucevic together on DK. If you want to hope that game's close, hope Vuce keeps a minute. And, uh, you know, obviously the Wizards game, Beal or Westbrook, big opportunity, great matchup. I cannot play them together, right? Let's, let's just go over that
1: quickly. Can you play them together? Beal and Westbrook? Yeah. On this slate, you probably can. Seriously. What do you need to go right for, for that to happen? All your values got to hit. And, and by all, I mean all. I'm saying, for instance, if you play Malachi Flynn, you're going to need him to hit that 38 fantasy points that he's been hitting if you play Hamadou Diallo, you're going to need Diallo to get 30 plus. You know, if you're playing Kim Burch, you're going to need him to get 30. If you ha- happen to play a guy like Boucher, who's how much is Boucher on DK again on FanDuel? 75. 71. Okay. So if you're playing Boucher, you need him at 45, 42, 45. You know, he gets to the mid 40s. I think you're feeling good. I think that's that's what you need. And then, like I said, for me, the anchor of all my lineups is Russell Westbrook. And I'm not even looking for 60. I'm looking for 55-ish because I I can win with him getting 55 on the slate. I know it. I see where the value is. It can happen. My lineup may already be built for tomorrow. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to this podcast, it's all people we've talked about. You could probably almost figure it out. Don't want you to do that because I don't want to split it with you. But you could figure it out.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot the biggest takeaway is Diallo. And he is in my lineup. You know, I think if you play Beal and Westbrook together, and we talk about lineup construction a lot and how it's hard to play two high-priced players together on the same team. For example, Kawhi George and Paul – Kawhi George, I made up a player. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George just don't go together because uh, it's hard for both of them to crush, and it limits your upside. If you play – I get it. Beal's slightly underpriced probably. You're going to need that 242-and-a-half total to go over because Beal needs to score probably 30 real points because he doesn't really fill up peripherals. So he's going to need 30 plus real points, but he's in the matchup to do it. He's in the matchup against New Orleans to do it. So I kind of see what you're saying. I think playing them together on DK will be a contrarian look though. I will say that. So I think you'll be unique by playing both of them together. It's not for me, but I get it. You can differentiate yourself that way. And if the game goes overtime, then you might be looking good so that's what it's For all about sure. um, sure. gpp food of the day what are you thinking i i actually if you don't have anything i pulled up this article and it was kind of pretty much a fast food debate it was xyz versus xyz we could do like a lightning round if you want i want to hear you know
1: well well let's do that i think that'll be fun and and because you know we're going to go desserts on monday and we'll we'll just put this well no never mind. I won't even put the teaser out there. Let's go what you have because I've got mine ready. We'll do mine on next Thursday. Or next Wednesday for the okay. Thursday podcast. So next Thursday's podcast, we can pick mine back up.
0: Because we got what sweet tooth Monday. Is that what we're calling? Yes, it? yes, we do.
1: Melting oh. your mouth Mondays. I had melting your
0: mouth. Oh my god, chief! All right. Well, there's 40 different head-to-head matchups here and i'll just run through a couple of them i'll the ask you can tell me why or i know we live in different parts of the country there's probably some of these that you never heard of or that i've never heard of which could be interesting mm-hmm. too so yeah. I will, this one should be an easy one it's whoppers from bk versus big max whoppers for me yeah, I'm with Whoppers, too. I'm a BK guy, if I'm
1: head-to-head there. Yeah, me, me too, especially when BK's got cheesy tots on oh. the menu like they have right now. Don't get don't get me started on the cheesy tots, folks. Man, you know,
0: I, don't, I live in the middle of nowhere, I, I, and I can't DoorDash really anything. Seriously, there's horse and buggies on the roads where I live. And I'm afraid <laughs> to leave my house after 7 when lineup's locked, because I know I, I might go down the road and not have service, you know? Because yes. I'm in the sticks, man. <laughs> But I might have to get some BK on Friday night. They they've
1: got a good little sourdough king going right now. I got my, I get my sourdough king, no mayo, ketchup, extra cheese, baked. Oh yeah, you know, sourdough
0: king with some cheesy tots, folks. You know what tomorrow is for Luch? It's Fat Friday.
1: Fat Friday. I think
0: it's it's Fat Friday. (laughs) I really think I'm gonna get some Burger King on Friday. All right, I got another one for you. All right. I might skip this one. Do you drink coffee? I don't. Okay, I'm going to skip this one.
1: All right.
0: Here's another one. It's Mexican food chain restaurants. Chipotle versus Qdoba versus Moe's. Chipotle for me. You know, I like Chipotle. I'm partial to Moe's because I think they have the best queso, and that might ruffle some feathers because queso. You mean thought, fast
1: food queso? Yes, I mean fast food. Yes, let me clarify. I, I do agree. I think they have the best fast food queso, but Chipotle, the reason why Chipotle is my speed, I go and get this rice bowl, lime cilantro, oh, my gosh, get the chicken in it, the queso, the shredded cheese, ooh, la, la, it's so great.
0: Let me give you two more, and then we'll get out of here. All right. Yeah, for sure. We got. Oh, here's a good one: Kentucky Fried Chicken (KFC) versus
1: Popeyes. Man, I honestly gotta go Popeyes because of the. I feel like, in terms of non-family options, theirs are better. And I'm not right. I'm not trying to split it down the middle. But if I want a family meal, I would go KFC.
0: Get that I'm choosing bucket.
1: Popeye's because they're the better of both worlds for the two, in my opinion.
0: And I like a little spice, too. I know I'm getting that more if I go to yeah. Popeye's.
1: I mean, Popeye's has got the shrimp on the menu. Yeah. They've got the, the apple pies. They've got these uh, strawberry and cream pies now. Oh, the Cajun yeah. fries, the, the, the dirty rice, man. G- give me some Popeye's. All right. Popeye's biscuits are better, too, in my opinion. Popeye's has
0: good biscuits. So I got to hear your opinion. I got to throw Chick-fil-A into that conversation. Or are they different types of chicken for the most part that it doesn't really qualify?
1: Yeah. Chick-fil-A to me is more of a strictly fast food sandwich place where Popeye's and KFC are more family. Like if I was going to compete with Popeye's and KFC, I'd throw Bojangles in the mix.
0: Ooh, Bojangles. You
1: see, see Bojangles would be more their, their type. Whereas Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is kind of a, in a league of their own. There, there's not really another, like, chain chicken fast food place in terms of what they do. Now, there's some local spots. Like, we got a place down here called Box Car Betty, uh, which is fantastic. That's but, but, that's, but that's local. So it's, it's, like, not a competition. Box Car Betty's already got their niche carved out here locally.
0: All right, one more for you. Let's get it. French fries. I got three of them from Wendy's, McDonald's, or Arby's with the curly fries, which is a little different, but some people are will go to bat for one of these three.
1: Okay. Can I can I throw one more in there? Go ahead. Checkers and rally.
0: Checkers. I was just gonna say checkers. <laughs> there is there's maybe one checkers within 60 miles from me here. A, a
1: few minutes from my house
0: so i i rarely get it and I, i'm maybe i don't want to go too far away from home because i know as soon as i leave I'm like oh guess what d'andre or russell might not play or whatever's gonna happen so yeah but yeah man good talk what's your favorite fast food chain no we'll get out of here you have a favorite regardless of uh, my favorite is actually hardy's calls jr i love hardy's yep that's what
1: that's my absolute favorite
0: yep yep yeah when we go out to a live final one day together or one of us makes one we'll meet up. we're gonna go get Hardee's. that's what our that's what our uh that's what
1: our lunch will be out of all there the we go
0: food talk, we're gonna go to hardy's yes
1: <laughs> and what we'll do the pod live right at the table
0: oh man you can't eat that <laughs> one of these pods we're gonna have to plan ahead and maybe not record it like 11 30 eastern and we'll have to eat what we're talking about maybe maybe we can try to find something that a listener tells us to get and we could do it We can test it out live.
1: Yeah, Yeah. give us some options, folks. Give us some options, and, uh, you know, we'll see if we can make that happen for you.
0: Once again, everyone, check out rotogriders.com. It's going to be a fun weekend. Kick back, relax, build some killer lineups. Enjoy Fat Friday. If you're me, if you're going to go get some fast food. But, (laughs) hey, man, where can the people find you out on Twitter, Chief? And what do you got going on this weekend?
1: At Chief Justice 06 basketball tournament this weekend so i'm going to be kind of detached from fantasy sports outside of tomorrow i'll build a lineup for tomorrow not going to do heavy mme because i'm going to be on the road but uh, i will build one and and that's going to be and hopefully the lineup that i've built now is ready to go well i hope you have a good
0: weekend you can catch us back out on the roto grinders nba morning grind on monday so for the chief will priester i'm justin carlucci have a great weekend and most importantly good luck